got TW Takes in the house. TW Takes, what's up? TW Takes podcast. That's Terrible Wrestling Takes podcast. So we'll go through all the monikers. The, uh, the man himself. Bishop over at TW Takes podcast. Absolute legend. He is an Irish New Yorker. Big up Bishop. Bishop <laughs> TW Takes. Shout out to Bishop on that one. Bishop from TW Takes. Matt Bishop from TW Takes. Shout out to TW Takes. TW Takes. Mr. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. And Takes. TW Takes. Bishop has, you know, on terrible takes. TWT Takes. Terrible wrestling takes. Bishop's terrible wrestling takes. Strictly for Bishop. Shout out to Terrible Wrestling Takes. Cheers, Bishop. TW Takes podcast. Him and his wife, Mrs. TW Takes. We got Mrs. Takes here as well. My wife. Mrs. Takes. She's the sleeper hit. So good. Thank you, wife. Shout out to Mrs. TW Takes. It's a fun back and forth. Such a small part, but so effective. I'm telling you, that's my go-to podcast now. TW Takes. You want here? Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop from Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop, everybody needs to be listening to you, brother. Bishop, say hello. Oh, shit. Here we go. TWTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs to get some dope merch. Got t-shirts, coasters, pins, stickers, all kinds of shit. All your purchases help support the show. We are shipping worldwide. Yes, as long as that went, that's as long as we ship. We go everywhere. Honestly, all I'm asking is that you click the worldwide shipping button, enter your location, and that'll be the upgraded charge for shipping. It's just helping uh, 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 supplement the cost. You know what I'm saying? Just just split it with me. Whatever it's going to be, just add some on there, split it with me, I'll send it to you. If, if I fucking send it to Antarctica, there's no Antarctica button, but if you live there, I got you. Especially if I can ship it there. Straight up though, TWTakesPodcast.com for all audio platforms. TWTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs. Enter the promo code TWT. Get 25% off your entire purchase, no matter what it is. One time only per, I guess, email address is how they would track it. If you go over to uh, Wrestling on the Rocks or Good Cop, Bad Cop, they have specific promo codes as well. So check out their podcast for their uh, show-specific promo code. Those are to be used at all times just for being a supporter of both podcasts uh, within this our side of the IWC. Speaking of, shout-out to Justin Time 211 He ordered from the Teespring site, the international site. It has uh, ex- premium, premium uh, quality design, premium quality design, Uh, merchandise for just a fraction of the price higher than I would charge for having it in-house. It is more expensive than my tees. It also does uh, European fulfillment, but check it. I'm going to try to get those in hand. I got to get rid of the first ones though. So if y'all buy up this first design, twtakespodcast.com slash TWTs, the NWO style logo. Once that design is gone, I will be ordering the Marsh WCW logo that he created for me. Shout out to Mars from Wrestling on the Rocks. He created the WCW logo that is my pins and coasters. And I did put it on this. I mean, the design is so dope. I had to open the Teespring site basically to help European fulfillment. But also that that shirt design is so dope. So you can order that from there if you want it now. If you want to wait till later on, help me get rid of these TWTs first edition run. Y'all order through those. I will I will find a place to make those shirts so I can ship them myself uh, because I am the most affordable, fastest shipping merch in the podcast game by far, by far. And the quality is right there with any other t-shirt you would get. So ain't nobody putting out the prices with promo codes, especially with the promo codes, and ain't nobody shipping as fast as I am. I ship from from Delaware to Arizona in two days. So shouts. That's what we do here. 
Okay, that's what we do here at Table Wrestling Takes. It's about us together, our side of the IWC. So it's been a while. I have been watching. I've been doing shows with Marsh. Appreciate you, my friend. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always I'm always in tune with what we got going on. I just don't always get the chance to sit down and record. I'm not going to make any promises I can't keep. So basically what I'm going to do on this show is I'm going to give you my full-on thoughts of what's been happening in the WWE landscape lately. Might throw in some AEW-ish. And then also go to preview uh, NXT In Your House. Uh, I will not be doing a watch-along for In Your House. I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. But I can't tie up two weekends in a row with the watch-alongs. Plus, I'm not really, you know, fully in the game yet. You know, back on, on the grind I was to uh, to sit in front of the laptop like that. So, let's let this shit play out as it's going to be. Uh, Marsh and I did agree to do a watch-along for Hell in a Cell. So, look for that on June 20th. 620. We'll be doing a uh, watch along. Wrestling on the Rocks, TW Takes. Uh, as always, WWE pay per view style. We will be doing a watch along for Hell in a Cell on my platforms and his as well. So we'll find a way to co brand at some point in time. But as of now, uh, check out Wrestling on the Rocks, uh, WOTR the show on Twitter, as well as TWTakesPodcast.com on all platforms. Uh, like, subscribe, all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So look, that's, that's all the plug in stuff. Um, I got nothing else. Uh, maybe we'll do a wrestling pins giveaway. I don't know. I got a bunch of shit here. I got to figure out. Maybe do some uh, TB takes uh, giveaways. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, other than that, let's let's jump into kind of just my general thoughts on what's been going on lately. You know, a lot of bullshit. If if you guys follow me on Twitter, I've gotten into it with a few of these verified accounts. Um, you know, because I mean, look, I've said it from day one. My mission statement is not to tell you how you're supposed to watch wrestling. My miss. I'm trying to tell you what I see based off of what's given. I can't just go, oh, that Alexa segment was fucking stupid. Shane is too much of a badass in real life. Why does she look like the fool? This is stupid. Uh, they shouldn't be doing this. That's, that's not for me to decide what they should and should not be doing. It is for me to decide how it comes off. And, and try to be as objective as possible. And we all get into our own narratives. Okay, We all enjoy this for different reasons. But if I was ever a verified account, and it shouts to Bully Ray, because he does this pretty much better than anyone else. He would just go, what do you think? A plus, B plus, C plus, F. You know what I mean? And he'll put the poll out. Uh, <laughs> usually bring out the tables. Now he's bringing out the poll. Damn, too bad this ain't Marcia's show. They would have went off on that one. Uh, no, for real though, like he puts a poll out and then you guys go on it. And then he'll talk about it on Busted Open, trying not to bury anything. And he occasionally goes down that line because there is only so much you can take. We know Shane is a legit badass. And I am not a horror fan. I am not a horror fan because of what they did on Monday night. That stuff doesn't gel with me. I get spooked. I get, you know, and I don't like, I used to say, oh, I don't like horror movies because I don't want to be scared when I don't have to. Why would I sign up to be scared? That doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? That feeling of being scared, I don't like it. So I'm not going to sign up for it. I, I mean, I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared Monday night, but I saw the sequence in what they were doing and it was fucking perfect. Number one, across the fucking board. That I need everyone who listens to this this podcast know my perspective. Wrestling is TV. It is a TV show first and foremost. Okay? They are putting on a fucking TV show. If you don't agree with that, then I'm sorry. You're not going to get how I talk about this. Because at the end of the day, this is The Walking Dead. Okay? This is Mad Men. This is Breaking Bad. This is the Big Bang Theory. This is Seinfeld. This is every TV show. You know why? Because it's a show on TV. This is not live sports. This is not football. It's not soccer. It's not baseball. It's none of that. So when you're watching something like 
Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss go through the whole Lily drama saga and you don't buy in because Shayna's a legit badass, shout out to the dogs, guess what? It's a TV show. And they found a way to make Shayna look vulnerable. I, I said it. I, you know, and shouts to my man Red Fox, Night of the Living Podcast, at Night of the LP with a K. I, he's the horror guy. His podcast used to be called Horror Hentai Hand Grenades. And I was like, yo, do you do this? Do you poke the doll in scary movies? And across the board, him or not, it, the answer is no. So you know what's going to happen. Alexa's character for the last fucking eight months has been possession after possession after possession. She is a possessed entity in the company. If she has a doll that says it makes her do shit, you don't poke the doll. That's where the spirit is. That's where the spirit is. So if you're going to believe that Cass, who's six foot nine, is seven foot tall, guess what? Believe that there's a doll that's possessed by a spirit because none of it's true. It's a fucking TV show. It's a TV show. And when someone like Braun Strowman, and I, I fucking love Braun Strowman. I've gone on record several times. He is our wrestler. Us as, us as fans have always thought highly of him. Opposed to what he is on TV. He's never presented as the badass that we think he would be if he was allowed to be his own character. If they did, uh, as they say in the business, a shoot battle royal. And he, who's throwing him out? Who is throwing him out of that battle royal? Maybe Brock Lesnar. Maybe John Cena. Someone more athletic, close to as strong. Because that's a strong motherfucker. And by the way, he is fucking athletic. So, if... If Braun Strowman gets fired from this TV show, Adam Schur is allowed to go to any other TV show and play another character, okay? Tony Stark is not limited to Robert Downey Jr., okay? Robert Downey Jr. can play Tony Stark. He can play Sherlock Holmes. And neither one of them you have to look at and go, man, why is Iron Man playing Sherlock Holmes? Anybody else can play Tony Stark. And when they do, you're going to be like, oh, man, where's, uh, where's Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, not where's Tony Stark? Braun Strowman's gone. Braun Strowman may come back. Adam Scher may pop up somewhere else as someone else. Who cares? It's a fucking TV show across the board. Across the board. So you guys got to slow the fuck down. This isn't... Look, I'm a Packers fan. And Aaron Rodgers is going through it right now with the Packers and all that shit. And I got to follow this saga to see who the fuck my quarterback's going to be, right? That's real sports. But at the end of the day, it's also not mine. I've been a fan for fucking 30 years. But it's also not mine. I can't make those decisions. I can make my voice heard, and if they choose to bring him back or find a way to make it work, then hey, it's it's in my favor. But the IWC as a whole is like, oh, they can't be doing this. No, they can do whatever the fuck they want. AEW and Daniel Bryan and the Yes Movement literally ruined wrestling as an entity. It's now supposed to be fucking fan pacified across the board. Well, guess what? It ruins the product when that fan, in quotes, is like, oh, well, you didn't do what I wanted you to do, so this is whack. It's not that it's whack. Because most of it's not, to be dead honest. Even Raw. Most of Raw might be misguided stories. Might be inexperienced wrestlers because they're barely on TV. It could be structured poor. Sure. But most of the complaints is that this person's not on TV or that person's not on TV. You can't control that. You can't control that. You ever watch your favorite fucking show and then realize that, oh, why was this character not on there? Oh, well. Maybe they'll be on the next one. Maybe. Maybe we'll get a, uh, a fucking Mandy Rose match on the next episode. Maybe. Maybe we won't. I can't decide that. Can I make it uh, known? Sure. And if I don't want to watch Raw because Mandy Rose isn't on, then maybe I just won't watch Raw. But everyone out there fucking complaining, just stop watching. For real, stop watching. It is not perfect. 
It's not perfect. But also doesn't suck. Could it be better? Yes. Yes, it could be better. A lot better. Does it suck? No, it doesn't. Look, I have problems connecting with characters across the board. I never once connected with Pepper Potts in the whole Avengers saga. And at Endgame, I've watched I've watched Endgame 11 times, cried 11 times, eight of them at her scenes because they found a way to made, make her connect through the movies, okay? It's possible to happen along the way if you get the stories and go along for the ride. Once you start fantasy booking everything that comes along, you will continue to be let down, let down, let down, let down. So stop letting yourself down and watch the fucking show. I say it all the time I don't fantasy book, and it's super hard not to. It's so hard not to, because you see the potential of what some of these things could be, and if it happens, it'd be fucking dope. But as you see with Seth Rollins, who beat Brock Lesnar twice for the Universal Championship, and it got so stale, because the money of it was him actually winning. We wanted the win so bad, we get the win, and then what happens after he wins? It's fucking stale. Now what? Now what? What are we left with? Okay? So that's, that's all I'm saying. Have all the opinions you want. Sure. Want more for other characters. Absolutely. Criticize when it's not going well. I do it all the time with Drew McIntyre. It's not going well. Not going well. I'm over it. If they found a way to make it work better, I'd be all in. I used to say that shit about AEW. Every time I turn it on. The last two weeks of AEW, when I watched after SmackDown, number one, tired of shit. Number two, it wasn't bad. I'm like, okay, the show's not bad. The show's actually okay, except for the obvious spots. And to me, the obvious spots are the, the Kenny Omega segments and the, um, the Cody segments, where it's, look at my presentation and who I am, big old chest out moment, but with no, no depth to it. It's very, honestly, it's very Drew McIntyre-like. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I find the disconnect with that. But I was excited for what Britt Baker was doing. I uh, still haven't seen the match. Of course, I know she won. Um, you know, I, I was down with what uh, Mox and Eddie were doing. They had still have production issues. I didn't like how they changed the entrance ramp and things like that. And that's fine. But you tune in and you see if you can vibe. But I, I don't want to go back. Now, if you don't want to go back and watch Raw, that's fine. You know what I don't do often <laughs> as much as I want to? I don't shit on AEW as much as I want to. Because it's not for me to decide because I don't watch. And if I watch and continue to hate on it, then I'm adding that negative energy for zero fucking reason. So get off it, man. Just get off it. But everyone who gets released, man, yeah, it sucks. All right? I got fired about a year ago. In a, in a week or so, it'll be a year. And I talked to some people that I used to work with from probably another three months trying to wrap my head around what the fuck was going on. And this is like maybe a month into the podcast. Where I was like, you know, I'm still trying to find myself and figure out what direction I'm going to take. And, you know, am I going to go back to my old job and all this shit, right? And I'm going through my whole shit. I'm trying to talk to some people I used to work with. And every month that went by, less people, less people, less people gave a shit. Because at the end of the day, it's up to me to handle my own business. No, I'm not a professional wrestler. No, I'm not in the entertainment industry. No, people don't know me the way we know Braun. And guess what? We don't fucking know Braun because Braun's not a real person. Adam sure is. Adam sure is, and his Instagram is fucking dope, and I'm not going to stop following. He's fucking funny. He has a place in this world to go do some shit. You know, I, we've gone through some personal tragedy in, in, in our family, and that's all I'll say about it. But when we've gone through every single one of them, and I'll just relate it to this one. My grandmother, who is the blueprint for who I wanted to be growing up, 
Okay, and I didn't realize this until after she passed. But for like the last eight years of her life, she was just losing everything. And, and a lot of us has gone through that, right? She lost her sight, lost her hearing, lost her functionality. But every time we got together, she would tell me the same story about us. And I'm like, that's so dope. And then when she finally passed, I told my wife, you know, because she was like, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't miss her now. I miss her when I was 10. I miss her when I was 14. I miss her when I was 20. You know, I miss, I miss her from then. I don't miss her from today because it's just not who she was. So when we're missing these people, we're missing who's on TV. And we don't get that. And since we're not going to get that, we can't worry about it. That's the most relatable I can make it. You can't control shit that you can't control. Alistair Black is completely different, right? Motherfucker was on TV that Friday. And we thought, shit, he's going to go on this next Friday. And then, boom, got clipped. And it's like, well, you just took the story from us that you gave to us that you wanted us to buy in. That's a dick move. Hold them accountable on that. Everything they've done for Braun Strowman that we've ever wanted. Yes, he was in the main event feud. Yes, he carried the fucking match at uh, 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 Backlash. Yes, he should have gotten more, but everything we want out of Braun is stuff that we've wanted, not even stuff that we've seen. Because even when he got the title from Goldberg, there was really no plan or direction. We got the Swamp Fight, which was okay, but there was really, really no plan or direction. And people criticizing the fucking Alexa taking over the character for Bray. As far as I'm concerned, what I heard, Bray being out with mental illness and even him posting something about having his mental exhaustion from Brody passing away, that's good enough. Let Alexa do her fucking thing. Everybody has a fucking opinion on what things should happen. But what you're really doing is longing for some shit that don't exist no more. It doesn't exist, and it doesn't exist for a fucking reason. Because too many too many cooks in the kitchen, and I don't even talk about the fucking writers at, at WWE. It's the opinions online. I have my own, and I try to shut down others who want to paint a narrative. I try not to paint a narrative. If somebody's got this Alexa story all fucked up, I do try to push them in the right direction because it usually comes from a place of ignorance. If you watch everything pre-draft from the first time on SmackDown where she looked at the ceiling trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because she was possessed. Come on. Come on. Oh, why does she steal Bray's power? She didn't steal Bray's power. She said it in a fucking promo. That fucking with Bray and the Fiend awoken in her the spirit of Lily who was her imaginary friend back in the day that made her fuck people up on the playground. This has nothing to do with the Fiend anymore. She's not possessed by the Fiend. She's entranced by Lily. Are they keeping it close to the vest? Sure. Sure. There is correlation. Why not? But that's not the story that they're telling you, so get off it. And if you keep pushing that in there, you're in the wrong because you're not paying attention. And that's not me telling you wrong because my opinion is better than yours. No, it's the facts of what they put on TV. It's the facts of what they put on TV. And you're choosing to avoid the facts to paint some bullshit narrative. And that's fucking dumb. You're doing it to yourself. You don't have to like it. Just get the facts right and then move. Get the facts right, then move. I mentioned Red Fox earlier talking about the, the Lily stuff. And he hated it because Shane is a badass and deserves to look better. Sure. But in a horror aspect, was, was what they did dope? You know what I'm saying? Like, what they did, was it not dope? Just from a horror presentation and Shane's ability to act. How many people, raise your hands right now. How many people hate Shayna on the mic? Okay. She had what? Two good promos? One when she went back in NXT that had me jump on his podcast going, oh my God, Shayna's home. Shayna found home. She's so comfortable. And then she had another one. I think it was on SmackDown. Might have been Raw. I'm not sure. But it was around the same time frame where she was really in her bag on the mic. I was like, okay. Okay, Shayna. But since then, she's just been coming off kind of, you know, aimlessly. This was her best non-wrestling segment in WWE. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. And if you disagree with my opinion, please point out. Please point out her 
better performance outside of the ring. It's fine. Send it to me. TWTakesPodcast.com. Uh, actually, you can't send it there. So at TWTakesPodcast on Twitter or uh, BishopTWTakes at gmail.com. Send, send the better uh, uh, Shana segment outside of the ring that I've missed. Okay? Uh, that's what I want to see. So instead of shitting on a story that you're getting the facts wrong, why not appreciate what you see in front of you? Especially when, you know, people are, are crying for something new. Um, there's there, Especially for Shayna. Oh, she don't deserve this. Well, what do you want her to do? Again, shout the Marsh. I heard him uh, mention it. Or he, he might have put it on Twitter. I'm not sure if, if he said it on his show. But uh, remember when, <laughs> when Shayna came out and she bit Becky? And people were like, that's fucking weird. Uh, and then she goes into the Elimination Chamber, whoops everyone's ass, and there's, you can hear a pin drop because nobody fucking cared. Nobody cared. Now, part of it could be, well, she's heading towards a match with Becky, and we don't want Becky to lose, and I can see that. But you wanted badass Shayna. We had it already, and y'all didn't want it. Same thing with that Roman shit that I've been preaching. Now Roman's pushing GOAT category, character-wise, and you're all like, oh my god. No, Roman's been doing this. The character's just turned up. Chill with it. Everything he has is more depth. But when you had the Shayna that you were talking about, you weren't you weren't with it. The IWC wasn't with it. So get this story, take it, enjoy it, or not. But understand that the story's here, and the story's not going anywhere. It's a good fucking story, especially with Alexa at the helm. I was surprised Alexa put hands on her. Alexa, Alexa got so pissed she put hands on Shayna, gets thrown out the ring. Shayna steps on Lily, and then that's what it was. Uh, some some dickhead that I I hit at on Twitter. Uh, said that, oh, so we're supposed to believe Shane is afraid of pyro and a doll? Um, first off, guess what, you fucking movie nerd? I, I can't even remember the source this was. My bad. Whatever fucking verified handle it was. Um, people who walk away from explosions in movies, it's just not real, bro. It's just not real. I've been to a wrestling event. I sat, I would say, front ring post opposite of where the steps are. So the if they're walking down the entrance ramp, the right side, uh, I would say halfway up of a basketball stadium. Kane came out. And when the pyro went up, I felt the heat. Anyone walking up the ramp with that much fucking pyro should be scared. Should be scared. Kurt Angle had to introduce throwing his hands in the sky because the pyro would scare him when it would go off. Look back at his, at his debuts. When the pyro go off, he would jump, turn around. If I got worked with him acting that, fine. But he ended up not too long after, you know, like jumping, going down the ramp. He would take a breath. He would count to whatever, throw his hands in the air, and then the pyro goes off. And he would stop jumping because it's that fucking alarming. So, yeah, Shayna should be scared of pyro. You're supposed to buy in that Lily did it. Lily's making the lights flicker. And the whole fucking time, like I told this prick, Shayna the whole time is going... This isn't happening. This this isn't happening. It's just a doll. This isn't happening. This is and the way she's saying it, I believed her. I believed that she was like, "Fuck! I can't believe this is happening." I talked all that shit, and this is happening. This is bullshit. That's how I felt. I felt Shayna really believed that this doll was chasing her. And that final sequence where she's looking in the mirror, sees the doll, turns around, and the doll's not there is fucking horror one on one. That is thriller movie one on one. If I look, it better be there. I look, I don't want to see it. Wait, why isn't it there? Look in the mirror. It's like it's it's Candyman. Bloody Mary. It's all that shit. Like you say you're supposed to like <laughs> So the fact that they pulled it off and Shayna was believable, fantastic. Now I do agree 
with those on Twitter. And again, sorry for not taking enough notes because I was scrambling my brain even getting the shit on. Shayna screams at the end. We didn't need it, right? Goes black. She screams because now it, it sets themselves up for where Shayna either needs to be held captive by Lily a la some Chucky shit or when she shows up again, some type of marks that go, you know, something obvious happened when the lights went off at, uh, at Raw. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think the scream should have happened. And I guess in the, in the last bit of, of fucking Twitter knows everything news, you know, with all the releases that happen and even Marie getting this vignette push, I swear on fucking everything, man. The fact that there's so much emotions connected to Eva Marie just being on TV. If you just listen to what she's saying, she's coming off as such a baby face to pull the rug out from underneath our feet. And it's being done so well. Her performance in the vignettes looks awesome. The way she works out, does the wrestling, the running. She looks like a fucking athlete. Even Marie has never looked like an athlete. She's always looked like a model who was fucking clueless. She don't look fucking clueless now. She looks like she knows what she's doing. And the fact that she's she's being presented this way as someone who succeeded. Because what did she not do in WWE, right? Was she successful at all? But now she's being she's being portrayed as a success. And you guys are trying to take that away from her? That's on you. That's on you. You're supposed to be invested in right now what she's presenting herself as. And go, okay, this is dope. And when she comes in and goes... Oh, but I'm still better than you. It's like, you bitch. But you're ruining the character before it even has a chance to set up. She's done nothing on TV since these vignettes started to make you hate her. And if you hate her, it's out of jealousy. Or that you think you know better. Well, guess what? Mickey James isn't coming back. Ruby Riot might come back. I am fucking upset at Ruby Riot being gone. One of my favorites. Absolute favorites. Sells like no one else in the women's division. She is fantastic. I would love for her to come back. She's not here right now. I'll leave a message. Lana's gone. Nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. We can ask for her to come back. And it's going to be up to them. So yeah, if you want to hit up WWE every day, at WWE on Twitter, at WWE at WWE.com, email that. You know what I'm saying? Hit them up and let them know how much you love and miss them, and maybe they'll get hired back. But if they're not going to be there, focus on what's on TV. You know what's there? Even Marie with these dope-ass vignettes. And when she comes back, and she she spends, I don't know, two, three weeks going, no, you're, you're fantastic, being a fucking sweetheart, and you buy in, and then she pulls the rug out from under your feet, and then you fucking hate her, fantastic. Job well done. There's now interesting TV. If you don't find anything interesting about her, it's because you have pre- preconceived notions from before. Look, I remember when she was back the last time. She kept showing up on SmackDown and finding ways not to wrestle. It's perfect heel heat. I even bought it. I thought when she hopped off the ropes and she pulled her hamstring that she actually did. I was like, man, that looked legit. I remember tweeting Stack I Greg about it. I was like, man, that looked like a job. I think she actually pulled her hamstring. Fucking dummy. Got worked. Got worked. Her top fucking came undone, so she had a war with drum malfunction, couldn't wrestle. It's fantastic. They were building heat on her. Oh, I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to wrestle. And then she gets like, oh, I can't wrestle my hamstring. My top broke. It's, it's fucking great. And then she got cut. Everybody was all happy. Now she's back, but she's a success. She's a success. And if you hate on that, that's your fault. I appreciate success. She looks like a fucking baby face to me. I'm so interested in what's going to happen. She's showing up on Monday. Shouts. Shouts. The story's well done. Everything they're doing with Roman, well done. Oh, well, that's Paul Heyman. You don't know that. You don't know that. Are they working together? Yes. Especially on screen. Backstage, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But I just listened to Aleister Black on Oral Sessions. Paul Heyman was working with him, too. How'd that go? It was looking dope. It didn't stay on TV. 
don't know. I don't know. All I know is what I see on TV. If it's on TV for one person, it could be on TV for others, and we'll get there. And if we don't, we criticize what's on TV, not what we think we know. Oh, Vince is out of touch. Vince isn't out of touch. Vince got a bajillion dollars. Vince greenlit Bad Bunny. You're out of touch. Bad Bunny has more downloads than I think it was the fourth and fifth most downloaded combined. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude knows what he's doing. Sure. Maybe Hunter put him up to it. Fine. But that means that he allows people like Hunter to have a good say. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of Hunter, uh, let's jump into NXT. All right, let's jump into NXT in your house. Do the preview. It allowed me to, uh, you know, kind of backtrack on the last couple weeks of NXT. You know, uh, the, the DiBiase stuff, I've been very critical because most of it's been leaked online. And I hate that. I fucking hate that. And I've gotten to my spouts with these verified fake-ass journalists. And you know what? I'll say this one last time. Fuck him. Little weasel. Look, I have no problem with... Look, I was a jock in high school, okay? Me and most of the nerds didn't get along. Guess what? Come to find out, I was just a a fucking 6-foot, 200-pound nerd. Because I've always loved wrestling. Always into fucking tactile shit. Video games. uh, Building up entertainment setups. As soon as I graduated high school, I started putting stereo systems in cars. Like, all that nerdy wiring and diagrams and shit. Like, I'm I'm nobody's fool, okay? Like, once you make it, you got to keep going, bro. This motherfucker got a little platform and wants to punch down at someone like me because he finally has the opportunity. Guess what, man? Go fuck yourself. You ain't shit to me. I'll tell you that much. I told, uh... <laughs> Shouts to BC Mendoza, man. I fuck with that dude, man. That's my guy. Because he got... He got called out during that whole shit a couple weeks ago. And I said to him, I said, man, this is just what it looks like when the guy in middle school picked last for kickball. Finally gets a chance to punch down. Because I don't have the followers he does. I fucking care about followers. Fuck, I care about followers. Now, I do want 600 so I can do fucking spaces. And we can do some live podcasting on Twitter. But whatever, I'll get there. I'm over it now. If I want to do live podcasting, I'll just fucking go live and fucking throw the Zoom in, uh, in fucking... In a, in a Twitter thing, and, and y'all can just click on it. Like, I fucking care. This ain't shit to me. Then the motherfucker the next day tweets out, Man, I was too scrawny when I was 11 to hit a home run out of my Little League field. I'm going to go back home and try to do it now. And I was like, motherfucker, exactly. Exactly. Know your lane, man. Know your lane. Cultivate your audience. And then fucking be nice to people. Yeah, I tell people to go fuck themselves all the time, but I'm from New York. And that's mostly love. I go out... <laughs> There's a four-hour show... Of Wrestling on the Rocks. I believe it's an episode one. Where I got so fucking banged up. I must have told Mars to go fuck himself. I don't know. 12 times. It's his show. It's his show. I apologize to him. I didn't apologize enough to his audience. For fucking. Just fucking. <laughs> just disrespecting the whole process man. But me and Mars talk often. So we're good man. I was on there again. And, and we had a much better show next time. But point being. I, I fucking, it's it's my vibe, man. It's just my vibe. Go fuck yourself. It is what it is. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I don't even remember what I was getting at. Oh, the DiBiase shit. These motherfuckers out there gonna put out their uh, DiBiase to meet with Cameron Grimes. I'm like, can we let the story play out? Because when he showed up in the jewelry shop, I was like, oh, this is dope. But they said it was gonna happen. And then fucking two weeks later, they're gonna introduce the million dollar title. Come on, man. Come on. Why? Now, I'll give them this, but I'll also take it right back. 
The Million Dollar Title introduced this past week was awesome. There's a table in the middle of the ring, DiBiase standing right there, and it, there's a cloth on top of a table, and it's angled. And I was like, oh shit, the belt's underneath there, there we go. Nope, the fucking armed security guards had it in a briefcase the whole time. Fantastic. They opened it up, there's a Million Dollar Title, I wish it was a surprise. The gold ladder with the money signs on it doesn't even look that corny, looks dope. But this whole storyline, the way it's going for the Million Dollar Title, I'll tell you this, it's being done fucking flawlessly. I don't like Cameron Guy's character because when he laughs, he hops up and down. It's fucking weird to me. It just doesn't look, it just looks overacted. And it's the one thing I hate. The story itself, though, was the obvious, right? It's new millionaire getting schooled by the old millionaire and the old millionaire putting him in his place. So by the time they built and built and built and LA Knight came out, DiBiase basically choosing LA Knight, I was like, oh, it's over. But then the next week, he kind of chooses Cameron Grimes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Depth, depth. Now it's not about who he chooses. It's about who's worthy. They're both worthy. How do we find out who's the most? Boom, ladder match for the million dollar title. Perfect, fucking perfect. Just when you think you know everything, you don't know shit. And that's when wrestling's at its best. Go ahead and fantasy book all you want. It doesn't happen. Something else dope happens, and you're like, oh shit, there we go. Fantastic. Fucking fantastic. So I think this has been well done. I just wish these fucking weak-ass wrestling journalists with verified check marks would stop leaking shit like this. You know? Ted DiBiase to confront Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Uh, million Dollar Man to introduce the Million Dollar Title. NXT to unveil the Million Dollar Title. Why? 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 It makes no sense to leak that shit. And then people want to complain that, you know, WWE would be like, Coming next week, John Cena returns! Well, fucking... All those wrestling journalists fucking blow that shit anyway. It's never a, oh, uh, check out this surprise. Wait until you see what this happens. No, just whatever fucking site wants to say that, oh, well, we knew about the million dollar title fucking six weeks ago. Well, yeah, you're just a dick now. It, it just, it, it ruins it. It ruins it. But now that it's here and it's all on the table, the story was well done. The million dollar title's here. Let's see what happens. I think the match is going to be fucking fantastic. Uh, Cameron Grimes and LA Knight have not disappointed. Um, I, I think they do phenomenal work individually, uh, and together. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Really excited how that ladder match falls out. Uh, don't care who wins. I will be watching. Um, the whole in your house card looks fucking dope, man. Looks fucking dope. Uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. I mean, come the fuck on. This story is so fucking well done. Zia Lee came out this past episode of NXT to attack Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Fantastic. Mercedes looked badass, saying you messed with the wrong one. It's great. It's so well done. So well done. Zia Lee finally getting back in the ring. Fantastic. Let's go. Absolutely, let's go. Are we going to see Tian Sha? I don't care. Mei Ying, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Because what we're getting is good enough. More and more is better when they decide. It's not for me to decide. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon should be good. Uh, I tell you, though, and, and I do have one concern. Ember Moon has been very hit or miss since she's been back. And I don't know how to pinpoint it, and I'll save my theory until after in your house. And we'll see how it goes. Um, if I don't mention the theory, just remind me, because I, I tell you, um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how in, in your house goes. Um, you know, I am looking forward to everything, though. Uh, I, I think the seeming seemingly natural build of Bronson Reed and MSK versus LDF for... Uh, all the titles is dope as well. Um, you know, it's basically, look, hey, 
we got your back, Bronson. That's it. And this is how much Bronson means to NXT, and we're the good guys, and we're sticking together. LDF, we'll bust your ass, even if all the titles are on the line. I think it's great. I think they've been doing a fantastic job with that. Uh, the one, th- the one flaw, and I guess we're ending on a flaw, but whatever. Uh, Karrion Cross, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, uh, and Pete Dunne. Fatal five-way match for the NXT Championship. Now, this is why I say a flaw. This has been the most main roster style build that we've had. It's let's mash it up and see what falls out at the end. I don't think any of it has felt natural. It has been, yes, connect the dots, sure. Um, but fuck it, throw in fucking Finn Balor too, right? Just keep connecting the dots and having them in there. It just doesn't make sense. So if you want to go fantasy book style, right? Like what does this mean? Oh, there's more members for uh, Karrion Cross to beat up and look good against. But then he wipes out the four top contenders, and he just beat Finn Balor. So the top five contenders for the title are now beat. Well, okay. Also, uh, this is where Kyle Riley can pin Johnny Gargano for the title, and it's all done. So what does this mean? Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is this an opportunity where Kyle Riley or, uh, or Pete Dunne can hold the NXT title? That'd be great. That'd be great. Because for me, carrying crosses and clicking. I know a lot of people love them. It just doesn't click with me. I don't know. I don't. I don't buy the character. Um, it doesn't doesn't feel right to me. Um, and I don't know why. I, I, I wish it did. Uh, some of his stuff is cool. Most of it's a little clunky. Um, but that's just me. That's just me. Uh, other than that, look, I'm excited for in your house. I think it's gonna be dope. Uh, I'll be tweeting along. Uh, I won't be watching along though. Uh, but make sure to check us out next Sunday, the twentieth. June 20th for a Hell in a Cell watch along. Myself at Ref Marsh from at WOTR the show. Uh, that's it though, right? That's got to be it. All right. TippyTakesPodcast.com for all audio platforms as well as YouTube links, Twitch, Facebook, all that shit. Uh, TippyTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs for all the dope merch that we have. Every single purchase helps support the show. The sooner that the OG TWTs come out, uh, or all sold, I should say, the sooner I can get in the new designs. I love shipping everything from the crib. Uh, there's there's quite a few left. You know, I ordered 200. I would say I have around, I don't know, maybe 140 left. I mean, getting rid of 60 shirts is pretty dope. Um, check out the pins, stickers, coasters, all that shit. Uh, TBTakesPodcast.com slash international for the Teespring site. Um, I am also... Uh, uh, shipping international myself. Like I said, just click that international button, pick your location. It'll just help offset the cost of shipping. Um, if I, if I sell all the t-shirts at a, at the end of the day, if I sell all 200 t-shirts, if I get rid of all 200 t-shirts and my costs for the t-shirts plus the cost of shipping minus what I sold everything for and I lose like fucking 20 bucks, I don't care. I don't care. That's why I use promo codes. TW takes promo codes over at Wrestling in the Rocks. Listen to their show; they'll shout it out. Listen to Good Cop Bad Cop; they'll shout out the promo code. Hit them up on Twitter; they'll even tell you. You know, but this this is about community. This is about getting the word out. You know, shouts to everyone who's rocked them. I, I've heard from about six people that said, "Yo, honestly, every time I wear your shirt, somebody says something to me like, yo, what is that?'" That's just con- starts a conversation. So let's get the word out there. All right. 
Check me out. Oh, also, my man, Mr. Chaos, doing good things over at the Chaos Theory Podcast. Uh, his mixtape is available on my site as well. Uh, dedicated page to his link in my shop. TLBTakesPodcast.com slash Into the Chaos for his mixtape. Check it out. It's pretty dope. I've listened to it a few times. Uh, it's my guy, man. Fuck with him. We're, uh, we're a community here. Our side of the IWC. So, shouts to everyone who fucks with our side of the IWC. And you know what it is. So, with that being said, review if you do. Rate if you feel. Follow me at TWTakesPodcast on Instagram and Twitter. Share your terrible wrestling takes via my pinned tweet. Email me, bishoptwtakes at gmail.com. Until next time.